Baloo and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. Chocolate starfish is loved here on the border because, of course, Adam Thompson and the lads have had many a special night here and mm-hmm. they've just released a new album featuring a great version of Four Non Blondes' What's Up. And the album's called The Beautiful Addiction and has 10 new original tracks. And Adam Thompson joins us. Adam, good morning. Uh, Good to be with you guys. Yes, we've given birth to the baby. Oh, congratulations and a healthy baby at that. Talk us (laughs) through what people can expect out of this uh, bundle of joy, your new album. I've got all these visions in my head of people turning up with baby gifts. Anyway, tell the whole story (laughs) completely. Um, Well, what can I expect? We uh, we wrote and recorded this during the the long lockdown of 2020, um, but surprisingly there's very little reference to uh, that type of material in the the album. It's very much... um, uh, songs uh, that are um, giving us, I guess, inspiration for life. So it's, um, you know, there's a song called Burning Hollywood, which is my reflection on the uh, the Floyd, um, uh, the knee on the neck. And there's uh, there's also a song called um, God No No, which is a song I wrote for my wife 20 years ago at our wedding. And the band wasn't around at the time. We were just, we were a bit uh, estranged. And anyway, I played it during lockdown to the boys, a um, bit of a VHS tape. And they said, "This is fantastic. We've got to, we've got to record this." Yeah. And I never ever saw it that way as a starfish song. But anyway, it's it's some great moments. You mentioned um, the fact that you haven't used COVID and the lockdown as inspiration for your songs. Do you feel like, um, you know, during that time, do you feel like you were feeling more creative? Absolutely. Look, I said uh, to a few people that it was the most time I've, I've been afforded to work on a song since, I don't know, probably since the 90s, uh, because it just changed everything. It changed that, you know, you weren't expected to be on the phone, you weren't expected to be somewhere, you were just able to spend, you know, a week on a song, and that's a luxury that we haven't had, and so I look at the positives on that side of it, even though the, the lyrical content didn't turn into songs about COVID, um, yeah. it, was, uh, it was just, it gave us the time and the and the reflection to be able to um, get into the songs in that way, and it's a look, it's a real benefit. Yeah, I can imagine because usually you're travelling around like crazy, and we're used to seeing you here. Whenever I think chocolate starfish, I think SS and A Club um, because, <laughs> because you're there so often. And I think the Kinross, isn't that funny? Oh, that is, yeah. that is funny. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when are you going to be here next? Do you think because it's been ages? Well, I'm going to be there uh, doing the Bohemian Rhapsody uh, show um, as Adam Thompson in uh, September, which is almost sold out, which is fantastic. But we are definitely going to tour the uh, the Beautiful Addiction album as well. You know, as a, we're going to do a Beautiful Addiction slash um, all our all our singles from all the albums. So it's going to be a bit of a jam-packed, uh, you know, terrific uh, gig. So we're going to do that probably the end of the year, start of next year. Uh, combined, so it's um, it won't be too far away, guys. And uh, in the meantime, you'll just have to learn all the songs. Yes, yeah, exactly, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Now, Adam, if you don't mind, we've got a little game that we'd like to play with oh, you. Yes. It's called. I love games. It's too good. It's called Pin the Tail on the Starfish. <laughs> yes, no, that's a good one. It's called. It's called this or that. All right, pub meal or dinner party. Ah, uh, dinner party. 
2 a.m. or 2 p.m.? 2 p.m. Oh, really? I would have thought you'd done your best work at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, I feel, is a very revealing question, Adam Thompson. Dogs or cats? Definitely dogs. Oh, I picked oh, Adam as a cat man. Sad. Uh, final, <laughs> final question. No, is... we, say ca- we say catman, not catman. <laughs> catman. <laughs> All right, final one. Uh, we both know where this will go. Yeah. Loud or quiet? Oh, now I'm going to surprise you here. Quiet. Oh, Adam Thompson, what? I know. I know. So in order for me to be the loud one that you know, yep. the rest of my life has to be quiet yep. in order to preserve that energy. Oh, so wow. there you go. I love that. And, yeah, absolutely, I get it. Well, we're so pleased that you had a bit of quiet time to um, get this new album together, The Beautiful Addiction. We can't wait to hear it live here on the border. Adam Thompson from Chocolate Starfish, thank you so much. Been my honour. Thanks, guys. For the second year running, V8 supercar driver Nick Perkett had to make the mad scramble out of Melbourne and head for the safety of Albury, home of, of course, his team, our local team, Brad Jones Racing, and he joins us. Uh, Nick, good morning. Morning, how are we? Yeah, good, good. So literally second second year running that you had to scramble out out of there. How did this scramble go compared to last year's? A little bit more laid back. I kind of read the writing on the wall and thought, you know what? Melbourne's heading into another lockdown and the hot spotty kind of areas are, are growing so I probably should get out of there and I was probably a little bit too laid back because I took my my Winton team kit so all the RNJ batteries um, jumpers and yeah. polos one casual t-shirt one casual jumper and a pair of jeans so I've probably really <laughs> underdone it <laughs> You might need to go for a quick shop, Nick. Uh, no, and last year I brought bloody go-karts, bikes and everything. And oh, now really? I've brought literally my dog and girlfriend and a pair of jeans. I was <laughs> going to say, at least you didn't you didn't leave Nelson behind, your famous uh, dog that went around with you last year. So at, at the moment it's all up in the air. Is there any sense of what you guys are going to do? You've, your next stop is, what, up in Darwin. So that's in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, so we're um, re-prepping cars at the moment for... For Darwin, I think, you know, for the Queensland-based teams and, and BJR being in New South Wales, I'll just, we'll just fly out to Darwin like we normally would on the, the Tuesday or Wednesday of the event and um, it'll just be a normal event for us. But the Vic teams and myself included, obviously, we had to get out of uh, Victoria. So I think, you know, all the Vic teams or the trucks have left Melbourne now. They're up in, in Albury as of probably 24 hours ago. And then, yeah, I think all the teams will be kind of cruising up north and and getting some sunshine. So does it look like it'll be just that the short stint at this stage, as long as uh, the lockdown doesn't go anymore for, say, another week, will, you guys should be able to return to your homes after the Darwin race? Yeah, you'd hope so. Obviously, the, the Darwin event is not, you know, where I wasn't scheduled to be home after Darwin until the 21st or 22nd of June. So you'd, you'd like to think by then yeah, out of lockdown. And yeah, we'll just you know, continue on like normal. I think we go from... Darwin then to Townsville and then we'll probably end up at Winton after that so I think you know it, it all hopefully run run to plan and yeah, hopefully yeah. For, for Melbourne and everyone down there you know they, they're all doing the right thing and have to stay at home and in their lockdown and hopefully the contact tracing does the right you know finds all the right people and um it all gets back on track. That's it. Now, um, I mean, you're a you're a professional athlete. You take it obviously very, very seriously. And I would imagine being a, a professional athlete means routine is very important. Training, eating, all of that. How much is it a, a, a distraction to you to have to live this kind of lifestyle now? 
it was a little bit annoying just for, I guess for this little effort at the moment like I didn't bring a my bike which I do a lot of training on the Albury pool closes in winter and I do I probably right. swim three four times a week so you know just I guess running and some gym stuff which is not normally my kind of go-to um, training program. No, you don't have the, bit, the most amount of muscle mass. I think it's fair to say, Lou. Um, <laughs> would that be fair to say, Nick? You don't carry a lot of muscle. No, it's just all, you know, pure strength. No. Um, <laughs> That's it, lean um, muscle mass. Yeah, so I guess the training side, things changes, but, you know, I can still, you know, feel like I'm not in a hotel and stuff like that. So at the moment, it's not too bad. But, you know, for me, I might actually head up to, to Darwin and maybe a week early and kind of get, used to the heat again and do some training up there because all their stuff's open so that yep, that might yep. be the game plan anytime you want to do a bulk phase that's what i'm doing at the moment at the gym and we can put on like 10 kilos <laughs> we can pace ourselves bang they'll make his car the, slower matt the concerning thing is when i don't train i actually just lose weight because i lose that bit of muscle so yeah oh, my no. little um bulking right now i haven't been into the haven't trained for a week i'm probably just losing weight <laughs> <laughs> If only it were that easy. <laughs> yeah. Nick, uh, great to talk to you, mate. Thank you so much for the chat and good luck up in Darwin. No worries. Thank you. There he is, Nick Perkatz, a driver for our home team, Brad Jones Racing. It's Lou and Matt. It's Triple M. And it was confirmed the other day that, and it's genuinely ridiculous, the cross-border commissioners have confirmed that if you're a Victorian and you come to New South Wales to work, technically you have to wear your mask in exactly the same way as you would in um, Wodonga, for example. So you have to wear a mask indoors, you yep. have to wear a mask outdoors. So once again, the anomaly of living on the border rears its ugly head. Here we go. I've got mine on. Does it make a difference? Oh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? So we put it up on our Facebook page, Triple M, The Border, and we asked the question, is it fair and are you or your workmates doing it? Now, what are the responses like, Lou? Um, look, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say 100% of people are saying it's bloody ridiculous, Matt. Yeah, fair call. Uh, Brendan, Brendan on one triple three five three. Now, Brendan, you're from the hotbed of COVID that is Kudji War near Coryong. Um, how do you feel about this rule, mate? If you head into New South Wales, you've got to wear a mask indoors and outdoors. Yeah, no, it's getting getting a little bit beyond a joke. To be honest with you, it's just yeah. I mean, what do you do when you've got no cases of COVID since the whole thing started? That's it. You guys have never had a case um, up there at all, have you? So. No. Uh, and I guess, and that's the thing, but we were talking about this briefly off air. Everyone's doing the right thing and, and following the rules and yes, wearing yes. their masks when they're out in public and indoors. But that's more about not wanting to get fined, isn't it? That's correct, yeah. No, we, yeah. Yeah. Can't afford fines at the moment. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nobody no, can. That's, it. that's exactly no. right. Um, but yeah, living again as one city, um, I mean, specifically, I'm talking about Wodonga and Albury uh, here, but I mean, for, for one city with so many people working north side of the border uh, is just unbelievable. And then it's meant to be technically policed, I guess. You know, what what would that entail? How could you po- possibly do that? In workplaces yeah, as well. I know, I know. Brendan, uh, uh, thanks, mate. Uh, stay safe, which uh, you will, of course, being in God's country out there in uh, Kudji War. Why would you want to leave there, eh? Well, that's right, yeah. Nice and peaceful here, that's for sure. That's for sure. That for sure. <laughs> thanks for chatting with us, Brendan. See you later. All right, see ya. Just one of those uh, anomalies that we've been co- um, copying yeah. since the start of the pandemic, really, that just doesn't take into consideration um, how we live. Cindy says it perfectly on our, on our um, Facebook page uh, and very succinctly, just another jerk reaction from city rulers. 
That's very true. So there's some more colourful words on I other posts. She, I love how she left out the word knee. Yeah. <laughs> just chose to put jerk in there. It's very well done. Back to remote learning in schools in Victoria. And I don't need to tell you uh, that, do I, Lou? Because, of no. course, you've got Daniel, who's... Uh, Who's remote learning and uh, if he's gotten out of bed, that is missed the uh, <laughs> missed the assembly yesterday. Let's let's find out how they're going gen- generally. Here's a great mate of the show, triathlete and former pro cyclist Jesse Feetonby joins us. Morning, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, are you there? Morning, mate. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, great. Um, Matt also forgot to mention new dad. So you've got your hands pretty full at the moment. Um, I am. I am. <laughs> with uh, now with the virtual teaching, are you a are you a uh, learning from home expert now? Uh, we are getting used to it. Yeah, so fourth time going, we've sort of definitely refined uh, what works and what's um, what's going to be beneficial not only to um, the kids or the students, but also to the parents because they're the ones that really have to, you know, put in the hard yards during this time and you know. Uh, get themselves ready you know they might have lost a job during this period and, yeah. and now they're expected to teach so um yeah yeah we've we've definitely um worked out i know our school um what's worked best for the parents and, and for the students to learn and um yeah we've we've sort of implemented that straight away and yeah hopefully they're all all going okay all right so so let's focus on the kids how do you reckon that they're handling it now because i mean Obviously, some would like it, but, I mean, ideally, you want the kids to be able to interact in person with their friends and the teachers. Oh, the social interaction is so important. So not only for um, inside the classroom, but then outside of the classroom, you know, getting them physically active and, you know, myself being a PE teacher, you could definitely notice that change um, when they came back on site. Um, You know, each time they're they're so excited to see their friends, they're you know, really want to, um, you know, they miss them. And it, it's it's a real shame that they've got to spend this time isolated and, um, yeah, not having that sort of crucial part of their life. So true. Now, uh, do tell, um, I spoke to my son yesterday, Dan, who's um, in year nine and, and also had PE yesterday. And I said, uh, so, Dan, when do you have to get back on? Because he was playing a game with his mates. <laughs> when do you have to get back on? And Oh, yeah, Mum, in about 10 minutes, but it's only PE. Those oh, were his exact oh, words. Yes. And I went, hello. I said, I don't care what it is, you still need to treat it like any of your other classes. Yeah. Uh, do you get a little bit of that with the primary age kids or are they a bit more enthusiastic about only PE? Oh, yeah, our, our team, so um, PE, art and music um, and Auslan, we, yeah, you, you do cop a bit of that, oh, it's only a specialist. It's not the crucial <laughs> learning, but, oh, like, physical activity is not only good for your, your physical health but your mental health. And, and this is a time in our lives where our mental health is, like, yes. so important. So to get out there for a walk, to walk the dog, to throw the ball against the wall, whatever you can do is going to increase your yeah your physical activity and um your mental well-being so right. get out there and do it kids now uh one more uh, are you are you prepared if it does go longer look you don't know um but uh, this cliche has been used too many times it is what it is um and i'm sure all the teachers and all the parents and students will be ready for it if it does happen but yeah i guess it's um you can't really speculate too far but i yeah yeah, we're, we're ready. Yeah, that's good to hear. And as you say, you can't get mad about it. You just got to get on with it. So absolutely awesome, yep. Jesse Feetonby. Thank you so much, and congratulations. Um, what's your baby girl's name? 
Ah, uh, Elsie. Aww, yeah, and she is absolutely Elsie. adorable. So, yes, it's good to uh, multitask while at home, uh, teaching and um, staring at her. <laughs> yeah. Time wasters they are. Yeah. I love it. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We're live and local for the Telstra stores on the borders 105.7 Triple M. And obviously you don't need us to tell you that this sucks at the moment. Uh, one half of our great Twin Cities lockdown. Um, but spare a thought, though, for people who've had to miss out on special occasions. So many people, and some for the second time round. Indeed. We uh, put up a post on our Facebook page, Triple M The Border, just the other day, and um, we got some uh, really... Sad, you know, like angry, frustrated people, basically. So Debbie's a good example here. Uh, she says, uh, my daughter was supposed to have a Deb ball Saturday just gone. Who knows when and if they will get the chance now. She missed out on a year 10 formal last year because of lockdown. There we go, Lou, a double. Uh, yeah. Another one. Uh, Susan, it sucks. It's my daughter's 10th birthday on Wednesday and it'll... And it will be her second one that we've had to cancel because, of course, this time last year, it was the second wave. Yeah, that's the thing. So people that had special birthdays and stuff missed out. Yeah, and uh, die as well. Uh, It bloody sucks. Yes, it does die. It's my birthday tomorrow and I had to cancel my reservations that I booked at the SSNA two months ago. Yeah. it's. I mean, obviously, we're we're all kind of in the same boat, but it's just... Yeah, it's when you've got an occasion, an anniversary, well, a birthday, a special day for some reason, and then it gets cancelled, especially when it's twice, as you said, Lou. Yeah, well, I've yeah, had friends sucks. that have had to cancel, you know, big birthdays, yeah. like 60th birthdays and stuff, and it's just, yeah, it's just sad. Our thoughts go out to you, and uh, we'll let you know as soon as we know whether or not the lockdown is finishing tomorrow or extended and how it impacts crossed. us. Maybe they can just lock down Melbourne.